I'm delighted to be joined by former Peterborough United striker Jack Marriott. Um, Jack, first and foremost, you've slicked your hair there nicely, uh, nicely done. Is that just for this interview? Uh, no, um, it's getting a bit long. So unless I want it over my eyes, I'm going to have to keep gluing it back. This is a challenge, isn't it, for footballers? Because I spoke to a number of them and they've had their partners shave their hairs and this is the ultimate trust exercise. Are you um, planning to go down that route? No. No, if anything, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to grow it and get it back to uh, the lengths it was um, in my Peterborough days. Nice. Um, obviously, talking about your Peterborough time, obviously, the, 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 when you signed for the football club, I think most supporters would have been slightly surprised because obviously you weren't playing in League Two at the time. Was it a move that surprised you as well? Um, not necessarily because um, I think the final sort of six months at Luton, I didn't play... Loads. I still played, um, but it wasn't as much as I'd liked. Um, and obviously, I was very close with Craig McHale-Smith, who's obviously got the ties to Peterborough. Um, and he made me aware that Peterborough have always had a, an interest, as the chairman said himself, as well as Barry. Um, and as soon as I heard that it could have been a possibility, it was something I, was, I wanted to do. You know, it was the league higher, wanted to test myself. Um and we managed to get it through. Um, I'd spoke to the Luton manager, Nathan Jones, at the time, and I felt it was the right time for me to progress my own career and to push on to the league above. We'd just missed out on the playoffs to League One that season. Um, so I felt, well, um, why not? It's uh, a club renowned for doing well for strikers. Um, and I love my time yeah, did you, did you, is that really playing on your mind as a striker to know that other strikers have done well there and also got moves? I know no player moves and publicly states they're using it as a stepping stone, but obviously you can see why it's an attraction for strikers in particular. Of course, it, and it's always seemed to have been um, Peterborough's almost image is the, the success that their strikers have had and gone on to have. You look at the likes of Britt and Dwight and Craig, and that's just three. You know, you've got Aaron McLean. You've got so many that have played. You look at Ivan at the moment. He's absolutely flying. So he's obviously taken that step to go to Peterborough, scoring goals, playing good football, and everyone's watching him. Mm. So it is, and I think other clubs do look at Peterborough, and they're always watching their strikers mm. because of their reputation. Yeah, when when you signed, obviously you had a, a pretty much a full preseason, and and you were sort of trying to form a partnership because we had a number of other strikers at the time. Obviously, Ricky Miller was flying during that particular pre-season. I don't know whether, I think you played a couple of games with him, but you were probably on the other side of the, how the pre-season games worked. Did you, did you feel when you joined that there was a, a number one, two, three, four? Um, I felt there was, there was competition for sure. Um, obviously, Ricky was the, you know, the main striker signing, uh, it seemed. That's how I, I felt coming in anyway. He was... Um, you know, coming off the back of scoring however many in the conference and um, he was going to be the guy to to fire us up. Um, and when in actual fact it was me and Junior that started the season, obviously Ricky had his six-game ban or something. And then that partnership between me and Junior was kind of hard to break. Um, we had that connection. We were both scoring, both assisting, doing well. Um, and it was good to play him. Uh, and he was a good, he was a good lad and always has been um, and he was good to play with. Yeah, did, did the fact that obviously did you know did you know Ricky had a six match ban when you when you were doing pre season? Did when did you find out? You, did you think at that time this is a great opportunity to get straight in? 
it was probably halfway through pre-season because I think we started hearing a few uh, rumblings and what um, what the case was. Um, and then, yeah, we sort of thought everyone knew that he was going to be with this band. And I thought, well, OK, so it looks like I've got a good chance of starting the season. Um, towards the back end of the pre-season game, started um, playing and scoring and doing well. And it was me and Junior as the as the two up front. So we were speaking to each other and thinking, well, we've got a great chance here. You know, we could be the, uh, the strike partnership moving forward. Uh, and it was, and that first month was uh, was incredible. I mean, you scored your first goals in a hat-trick, which is very unusual for a, for a striker to do um, away at Bristol Rovers in a, in a 4-1 win. Um, did that sort of ease pressure? Did you, did you feel like you were going to... Obviously, you didn't score in the first couple of games, but to, to score the hat-trick must have felt so, so good. Yeah, so the first game was Plymouth at home, <laughs> uh, and I set Junior up that game. So that was a kind of... Uh, uh, in my own head, I thought, right, I'm bringing something to the team. Um, but I do want to score. Strikers want to score, of course. Um, so to then get that first goal against Bristol Rovers and then to go on and score a hat-trick was really like, OK, now we can just kick on from here. And then we played Rotherham at home the next game and I'd scored two. And then Northampton away as the last league game of the month and scored another there as well. So we was, it was a, the best way to kick off was that Bristol Rovers game in terms of goals anyway. And as a striker, when you score in as many goals as we were at the early part of that season in particular, you mentioned Northampton obviously scoring a lot there and, and obviously it, it put, set us in, in great stead. Did you feel as a striker, this is going to be one heck of a season for me because there's so many chances being created? Um, I, I kind of, it might sound cliche, but I literally just kept looking to the next game. It wasn't a case of, oh, I'm going to try and catch so-and-so's goal record. I'm going to try and... All I wanted to do was complete was score three goals a month on average. Now that I'd scored six in the first month, I thought, well, there's a good chance I can get a good average over the season and get to a good tally. Because if you score three goals a month, it's 30 goals. Mm. So um, that was a target that I'd sort of set myself, um, but took it a game at a time. Yeah. When you weren't scoring, you went through a few games where you didn't score. Did that really play on your mind? Were you a striker that were bothered by the fact that you weren't scoring? Of course. Um, there was, I think the longest spell was, I think I had a four-game period where I hadn't scored. Um, and the manager, Grant, at the time knew that and knew it was, it was not bothering me, but it was, I was well aware that I hadn't scored in four games. He pulled me in, showed me all my best bits, showed me goals that I'd done that year. Um, and said, go again. And then I scored, then I scored that Saturday against Blackpool away. So these little things, little um, sort of triggers that I remember uh, from that season that helped. Um, and it, it just seemed to click. Mm. We were creating a lot of chances and I was able to put um, quite a few of them away. Yeah, obviously, you had a good partnership with Junior, obviously. You had a good partnership with Marcus Madison as well. I, Ivan said that often when Marcus was playing, he'd know where the ball's going to be. Was that how you felt as well? Yeah, I think that I just... My natural runs, my instinct, he, he would always look for them. They were... There was a lot of um, goals that he'd set up for me that were... Um, some would say route one, but it wasn't because it was Marcus playing the ball. Mm. 
Um, and it would be a 40-yarder over the defence's head and it'd be to my feet. Um, same with, with his crossing. I don't think I've ever scored as many headers um, as I did that season. Um, but he, he had that ability um, to be able to, to find those runs, which, was, which was, I thrived off. The game at Aston Villa, obviously in the FA Cup, um, a big win, obviously against a Championship side, a, good, a great performance as well. Did you come out of that game, particularly given the timing of when it was, thinking that we've all put ourselves, you know, we've all sort of put our hands in the air and said, "Look at us, look what we can do." And and did January feel a little bit weird as a result because you were linked left, right, and centre? Um, I think the best thing about that Villa game was not thinking about what it could do for each individual's career. We went there as the underdogs um, going to a massive what, Premier League team now um, with some big names in the team. And we, we played really well and we, we beat them. Um, and that was, that was the squad that we had. It was the, that underdog nature going into that game to being able to... F a championship team at that time to turn them over on their own patch as well. Mm. Um, and I think it made January a bit more, there was a lot more floating around, I think, because of that game. Mm. Um, you know, do it, loads of us doing it against the championship team. But it, it wasn't really anything I was thinking about. Um, it was one of those where we just, no one really listened to the rumours. Um, we were such a tight-knit dressing room and we were, we all had one goal that season. Unfortunately, we didn't get there, but we we were all sort of singing off the same hymn sheet. In terms of the goals that you did score, was there one that stands out more than the others? Um, I would say... God, that's a, that is a tough one. Um... I suppose the Northampton one sticks in my memory only because of the, it was a lob and, and, and the angle that you were at at the time and obviously because it's a, yeah. uh, a local derby as well. The, the, the two against Northampton, the one in the third, the one at Sixfields and then the one at our place. Mm -hmm. um, I, one of my best mates was in the crowd, which was in the Northampton end, um, which was good. Um, I've always enjoyed scoring against them. It's a, it's a little um, boyhood thing having grown up there um i don't know maybe god i really don't know that's a difficult it's, it's one strange because speaking to, to speaking to brit uh, some longer obviously he he was a striker who scored all types of goals you would see him yeah. score 30 yard strikes you would see him score yeah. headers you you were more of a instinctive finisher and a, and a, and a box finisher and you, there, weren't, there weren't many long range efforts that you would have scored i would no have. there wasn't i think the only two or three that I scored from outside the box were lobbed. Mm. Um, oh, I don't know. I would probably say the first one at home against... No, my second one at home against Rotherham. Yeah. The game of the season, the yep. lob. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I, that, was, um, that was quite a nice one. I, I enjoyed that one anyway. At what point did you think to yourself, right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be leading goal scorer. I'm going to score excess of 30 goals. Was there a, was there a period in this? Because you went on an unbelievable run of scoring pretty much in every game or every other game and yeah. not ones, twos as well. You must have felt a little bit of that time whereby this could, this could work. 
I think it was probably mid-January or the start of January. I think I was on about, I think I was on 21, maybe mid-January. And I thought, well, that's nine to go uh, with still a lot of games. Um, and I think I thought I've got a chance of getting to 30. I didn't think about getting any more than 30. Um, obviously, Craig constantly messaging me saying, don't you dare catch my record uh, of 35, which I didn't. But um, I think in probably mid-January, I thought I've got a chance of getting to 30. Mm-hmm. Um, to to actually do it and to get to 33 was uh, was massive for me. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, anyway, I, I absolutely loved it that season. Towards the end of the season, obviously, um, because of the way that things were working out and obviously a deal looked like it was in place, you actually didn't play in, in a number of the games towards the end of the season. You were on the bench at, at Portsmouth um, and yeah. probably panicking a little bit. I was sitting there with uh, with two Golden Boot Awards um, yeah. and um, and it looked like Brett Pittman was going to get close. Yeah, so I remember speaking to Steve Evans um, before the game. He says, I'm not going to play you. It's the last game of the season. Uh, obviously, we want to win it, but I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if you were to get injured and it would scupper a move or whatever. Um, you know, so I respected that. Obviously, I I would have loved to have played, loved to have scored, and um, but I could completely see where he was coming from. And then in the first half, Brett Pittman scored two, and I think he was the closest guy to me in terms of league goals. I was twenty-seven. I think he was on twenty-three going into that game. Mm. No, he was on 22, sorry. And that took him to 24. And I'm thinking, well, that's two in the first half. If we have a nightmare here, he could actually catch me. But um, I think, thankfully, he didn't. Um, there was a moment in the second half where you jumped up to warm up for, for no reason whatsoever. And I think you, you, it was more out of panic than anything else, wasn't it? More of a, I'll go and warm up in the hope that I can, if he scores another, I can get on and hopefully score one as well. But um, thankfully, uh, it all worked out for the best did you, did you look back on that? Because obviously, as a striker, as you say, you wanted to play. The manager was saying that it's in your best interest probably not to play. Do you look back on it in hindsight and think, actually, he's done really well for me? Because obviously, football's a short career. You don't know what's going to happen. Anything could have happened in that game. Do you have a little bit of sort of thanks to him in, in a sense that that was played out as it was? Of course, yeah. There could be anything. I know, you know, Fratton Park is a tight ground and you could, it could be as simple as running around the outside and you know, damaging your knee on the AstroTurf and then falling into the crowd. It could be anything as simple as that. It doesn't have to be a tackle. Um, so I do look back and think that was the best for all parties uh, in the long term. Obviously, you never go into a game thinking, oh, I don't want to get injured. Mm. Um, but that worked out for the best, not playing. And, and obviously, you got your move in, in that summer and, 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 and moved on from there. And Was that... Um, Nice in the way that, and obviously you wanted the deal done quickly as possible, but um, you could see both sides of things in terms of how that transfer happened. Of course, yeah. It was difficult because, you know, we were, I came back in for the start of pre-season with Peterborough and it was, you know, the manager at the time, they, they, we all, we kind of started pre-season under the same as we finished the end of the season. So it was the case of, we don't want to play you in many pre-season games because we don't want you to get injured. Uh, and we'd rather, you know, you got your move for you and for us. It was a, all parties wanted. But 
on the downside, I wasn't getting any fitness. Mm. So I was doing running, but there was only so much you can do without getting match fitness. Um, you know, going to Portugal, I was able to get 60 minutes in a, in a, in a game, but it was... And you, and you nearly got battered from, from recollection as well. Yeah, yeah, I remember that actually, yeah, the centre-half. Um, yeah, he did, he did try and... Uh, I think it was me and Matty Godden, wasn't it? He came yeah. over to try and... Uh, but yeah, that was, um, that was interesting. But um, it, was a strange, it was a strange period because I was in a dressing room that I kind of knew I wouldn't be with for the long term. And the manager was building a team that wasn't involving me. Mm. Um, you know, there was a lot of signings coming in and coming out. And I knew that I wasn't going to be a part of it. Um, but so that was a that was a strange job period, um, but they were all great lads as well. So mm. it was it was a good time anyway. During, during that season, obviously we mentioned Madison, we mentioned Mar- uh, Junior Mariah. So who was there? Was there anybody that you felt was underrated in that squad that probably didn't get the the, the I don't know praise that they deserved given what they did? I yeah, I could name a few to be fair. Um, Husey, mm. Husey was solid at left back, and you see what he's doing now. Um, you know he's got his move and he's 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 playing uh, playing in the champ and he's he was very underrated as was Anthony Grant who I felt was you know the heart of the midfield was rock solid in the midfield um, and I felt that those two were key to our team when they played um, I think. Bondi, when he was playing in goal, I thought he was um, one of the one of the best keepers I've played with. Um, I think he saved us so many times uh, in that period that he was playing. Anyway, mm. um, I'm trying to think. Obviously, Marcus uh, was the um, the flair assist king, uh, as <laughs> as uh, he would he would put himself. I'd, I'd say. Um, and I think the leadership from the back, so when we had Stephen Taylor and, and Jack Baldwin, mm. I think there was a lot of leadership back there. Um, and I felt we were strong with them, with them at the back. Junior, underrated. Mm. I think you, I felt that we played our best football when we played together. You, you as a two, um, because, uh, again, speaking to other players, speaking to Ryan Bennett about Gabby Sakwani, and, and, and I think because Junior provided a lot of the physicality, and often yeah. occupied a second defender yeah. rather than the one. It did allow yeah. probably more space that you weren't wouldn't have expected. And 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 it's important really when you've got a partnership, I guess, that someone does that job. Correct. Yeah. And it was always um, uh, com- we were always compared to Craig and Aaron. Mm. We were always compared to them because of similar playing styles. Um, I would be similar to Craig in the sense of trying to use pace in behind. And always offside. And junior, yeah, always offside, of course. And, uh, and junior would would be similar to Maka uh, in terms of holding up, holding up the play, holding up the defenders, and creating the space for the other. Um, also, I felt I felt Liam Shepherd had a really good year that year. Mm-hmm. When he played in the team, I thought he was, I thought he was very very good going forward and defensively. So I felt he was key for us in many ways. Obviously. 
I don't actually think anyone of those players that I've named, apart from Marcus, was still there the following year. Mm. Um, but sometimes that, that's that's football, isn't it? Um, people make changes. People um, go for what they what they want that will suit their styles, I suppose. And, and just finally, I better give you some credit then, because you, you you came back earlier this season when um, you know we were, we were on a little bit of a bad run, and and since then, up until the the enforced break, we've had a great run. So is it all down to Jack Marriott? No, no. <laughs> I'd love to take credit, but no, it was just great to come back uh, and to speak to the chairman, to see Baz, and to see all the people that I I knew throughout my time there, um, and it was. It was a good time and I will come back for future seasons as and when I can because I love it there uh, and I love coming and, and watching the lads play.